This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Third and three, quick throw, slant, it's there. And then some, Jones as built. He's already got one touchdown. He's going for another. Nobody's going to catch that speed. 80-plus yard touchdown for Jones. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Airing live on the Bet 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, Chicago's new home for Wagertainment, and 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. Don't forget about the Odyssey app and the Odyssey Sports YouTube page, BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. And on Mondays, we get the opportunity to check in with Chuck Esposito. He's the race and sports book director for Station Casinos. Chuck, uh, we keep talking about it lately, and it's a good thing. Everything under the sun in sports available to bet on. So much action. Late last night, uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about uh, people going nuts over soccer and, uh, I guess, sort of a boxing match? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I know WWE was going on last night, too, so just not uh, not quite sure. But, yeah, there's so much going on, guys. And, and Joe, it's so much fun for us, I mean, uh, especially with uh, both basketball and hockey playoffs. And, you know, in our own backyard, uh, VGK evening that series against Colorado 2-2 and just an ah. unbelievable handle uh, on those games uh, every single night that they play. So a lot of good stuff going on in our world right now, guys. I want to hit on the association and the two games tonight in just a moment, but how about the monster? Anytime there's any sort of news in the NFL, the reaction comes in, and, and you're talking about a star player, even though he isn't on the field a whole bunch. A star player in Julio Jones moves from Atlanta to Tennessee. How did betters react at stations? Well, I think it was more uh, how did we react uh, before the betters. I mean, we had heard the rumblings now for a couple of weeks. Uh, we kind of looked at all the teams. The, really, the only team that we adjusted over the last few weeks was Tennessee, and we moved them down. It wasn't a huge adjustment. It was uh, 40 to, to 35 just uh, uh, based on some of those rumblings. After we got word of the trade early yesterday morning, as soon as we saw it come out, uh, they were adjusted down to a 25 to 1 uh, to win the Super Bowl and 12 to 1 um, to win the conference. We also adjusted up uh, their win total slightly, um, you know, the division a little bit, raised the Colts up a little bit, um, and then put up a prop on Julio Jones over under uh, six touchdowns in his uh, first season with the Tennessee Titans. Mm. So uh, we were pretty quick to kind of pounce. Um, he just hasn't been that big touchdown guy in his career. If you look at when he's played, you know, uh, a number of games. He doesn't have a big touchdown number, but, hey, in that offense with Henry and A.J. Brown, they're still looking for a tight end, losing Smith. But that offense is really, really good now, guys. 
And Chuck, I know it's really early, but um, as a as as a guy that has a Kyle Pitts Rookie of the Year future, anything anything there or any individual awards that got a lot of action yesterday with this movement? Because you have to figure now, a guy like Kyle Pitts is going to get double the touches in the red zone, especially for Atlanta. Yeah, you would think that. I mean, we actually raised Atlanta up a little bit just uh, being in that division. And, um, you know, losing a guy like Julio Jones has to have an impact. I know that, you know, everything about Kyle Pitts is sky high. And everybody anticipates, you know, some, you know, unbelievable numbers. But uh, we are working on a prop that we're going to put up is can he, you know, match or break uh, Mike Ditka's uh, first season when, when Ditka, you know, averaged 66 or 76.9 yards receiving and, and had such a phenomenal season that year of going over a thousand receiving yards. And you think about that, that no tight end has ever been able to do that before. So we're, we're looking at that as well. He's still a rookie and sometimes there's a huge adjustment, you know, coming into the league. And without Julio Jones, you know, Calvin Ridley is a great young receiver. He's a little bit smallish in size. You know, you're still going to see Pitts maybe draw double teams now um, because there's no Julio Jones there, especially in the red zone. So all stuff that we were kind of looking at and couldn't wait to to put on the board and make adjustments to. um, But it's fun to talk about it, no question, with football still a few months away. I got to ask two quick questions about the the boxing match last night because I am a huge boxing fan, huge UFC fan, but now uh, I watch a lot more UFC. I order all the pay-per-views with boxing like last night. That's an embarrassment. Were there actually people wagering money on Jake Paul, Logan Paul? I can't tell the difference between the two guys. Were you guys actually getting action on those on, on whichever one was fighting Mayweather last night? Ryan, we didn't take bets on it. Um, okay. We we made the decision, you know, uh, especially with with no judges and uh, with no winner, uh, it just would have opened up Pandora's box, and there would have been you know interpretations and what they talked about. Um, as much as we would have loved to book it, and I think initially when we first heard about it. Um, we did plan on doing it, but after doing research, it would be hard for us for even to get the okay from the Nevada State Gaming Control Board to book something like that with no winner declared. What would be the actual interpretation, and, and if there was a knockdown or a knockout, um, would they be the winner or not the winner? And it was, and it was dubbed clearly an exhibition, um, so we made the business decision as much as we would have loved to not to book that event. And, and that was the right. It was so phony. I mean, there was a there was a point where I think the guy got knocked out and he like picked him back up to keep the fight going. So with UFC becoming right. bigger and bigger, Chuck, um, is that where more of the actions coming in on? Like when you do have these big boxing matches, like real ones, not like last night, like Triple G, are you still getting a good amount of action or is it all more towards UFC now? No, I mean, UFC, because these guys do get into the octagon and, and do fight, um, you know, it, it has become such a huge draw. And the handle is unbelievable on those pay-per-view cards. But when you've got a mega boxing match, I can tell you already that, you know, I know that on paper it, it looks to be uh, somewhat of a, of a mismatch, and the fight isn't until, you know, uh, late August, but it's the uh, Pacquiao-Spence fight. I mean, the handle that that fight has already drawn uh, especially one-sided in favor of Manny Pacquiao against arguably maybe the best pound-for-pound pound undefeated fighter in the world in Earl Spence. Um, I mean, it's drawn tremendous handle. So do some of the heavyweight fights right now that we have up. So when it's an isolated, you know, prize fight, there is still that, that fan base out there, the enthusiasm, uh, and the betting handle is clearly there. I love boxing. I grew up with, you know, watching Tyson and some of the outdoor uh, fights here that were just phenomenal. Uh, So when there's a big fight like that, guys, it does draw a huge handle. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat, our guest, Chuck Esposito, race and sportsbook director for Station Casinos. Uh, before we look at round two in the conference semis in the Western Conference, Chuck, tell us how... Uh, how the Lakers failing to advance one round impacts you guys? Well, I mean, it does because of our close proximity to Southern California and the popularity of the Lakers. Um, I can tell you from our side of the counter, though, it was kind of a double-edged sword a little bit. Is There was some liability on the Lakers. There was more tickets on the Lakers to win the Western Conference and to win the championship than any team out there. Uh, and they are a big draw. But, I mean, there's been so much parity in the Western Conference this year. And, you know, we kind of talked about how good the East was with the Nets and, and Sixers and a number of teams that could potentially win it that, you know, you want to see them advance. But, you know, hey, they didn't look good in the last couple of games in that series. And the Suns clearly deserve to win it. And uh, it's kind of move on. You know, we're, uh, we got all these games on the board and the guests are still having fun with it, but definitely mm-hmm. kind of a, a little bit of an impact not having the Lakers involved anymore. Does help that the Clippers have moved on um, to the next round, coming back in that series and winning uh, two straight games. So you still have uh, an L.A. based team um, that's still playing in the NBA. Where are you on the two games this evening and where's the money coming in? Well, I think you, you look at the games this evening and, um, you know, w- without Harden, uh, we- we've seen the number drop a little bit uh, in favor of Brooklyn. Uh, we clearly needed the Bucks in game one. I think the, the betting public felt there was some value there. And then when, when Harden went out, uh, you know, I thought we had a shot, which we, which we never did. And uh, we're going to be Nuggets fans tonight. Um, the number's gone up in that series, or in that game, excuse me, uh, about a full point since we posted it, guys. So uh, everyone kind of likes this Suns team right now, the way they're playing. And um, Book was just unbelievable in that game. And, and the leadership of Chris Paul, they're a really good team. Um, you know, Denver was able to survive that series against Portland in advance here, but uh, pretty much one-sided in favor of Phoenix so far, guys. Interesting. So uh, we also got two games on tap tonight with the Stanley Cup playoffs continuing. Uh, anything going down there, uh, mainly in that first one with Islanders and Bruins? Well, I mean, what a great series. I mean, you look at these two teams, and, you know, I still think that, you know, you, you have to factor in a little bit the, the Barry Trotz factor, that uh, I'm not ready to say that uh, this team's uh, dead. I mean, uh, they're, they're a really good team, and these two teams have played so many close games that uh, it's a fun series to watch. Um, the later game tonight, though, I mean, you think about Montreal, guys. In a in a traditional playoff season, they would not have made the postseason. Um, you know, they, they go ahead and, you know, they pull up the upset against Toronto, coming back in that series after being down 3-1. Uh, they were a prohibitive dog against the Jets. Um, they're 3-0 in that series. Carey Price is 
standing on his head. You've got young players there in, in Caulfield and, and Nick Suzuki who are playing really well with, with Corey Perry. They're a fun team to watch. And, you know, there, there's going to be a Canadian team regardless of who wins that series in the Final Four. The last Canadian team to win the Cup, the 1993 Montreal Canadiens. Wow. <laughs> Wow. What uh what was the action like this weekend with PGA, especially with John Rahm having to withdraw with the big lead? It was good. You know, it was an unfortunate thing. I mean, our, our house rules clearly state that once a guy tees off, you have action. Um, wish it would have been a different outcome and we could have addressed it differently. Just want to stay as consistent and, and as fair as we always can based on our, on our house rules. But overall, golf as, as a whole, guys, is just uh, – um, draws such a great handle. We're able to put more and more stuff up. There's so much more parity and competitiveness and such a young group of golfers out there that are so talented right now. It really is a win-win for us. With Chuck Esposito, a race and sportsbook director for Station Casinos, this is BetQL Daily. Uh, Chuck, want to go back to the ice for a minute about Vegas. Uh, we're going to have to wait until tomorrow for this one. Obviously, just like every game, you guys are going to be uh, fans of the opponents for one night. Uh, for the buddy situation over at uh, Station. But, uh, man, just the twists and turns that we've seen through four games. Colorado, they get out to a 2-0 lead. You think the series is done. And uh, then the, the Golden Knights come back and win a couple of games. And here we have the Golden Knights. I see them at plus 130 for tomorrow. Can you, can you kind of explain how much you guys are going to need the favorite to win? Yeah, you know, I didn't think they were dead after two games, guys. I mean, these two teams had split uh, the eight games they played during the regular season, going four and four. They had, you know, four games together in February where they played four straight games toward the end of the month. They split those games. The, the Winter Classic game in Lake Tahoe was a one-goal game. They had played, you know, five one-goal games during the regular season as well. We've seen how closely these teams are. Colorado did exactly what they were supposed to do the first two games, and that was hold serve. They were coming back to, to you know, to our building or our barn here, and I, I was fortunate enough to be at game three. It was the loudest I've ever heard T-Mobile. Uh, the crowd was into it. The air was out of it a little bit with a little over five minutes to go, but those two goals in 43 seconds were electric, and they dominated yesterday. And really, if you go back to game two, the Knights have outplayed them now three straight games. They've outshot them almost three to one when it's five on five. Um, it's been a huge difference for Vegas when it's five on five. Um, you look at Colorado's done some of their damage during the power play. McKinnon and McCarr have been a little quiet over the last couple of games. This is a series, guys. When we put it back up 2-2, the series price, I told everybody, I'm like, if you like Vegas, this is the highest you're ever going to see them now. Um, mm -hmm. There was tremendous value on them, plus over $4 uh, to win the series. And you're right, we are rooting against them from kind of the business side of it, but really it's kind of a win-win for us if they win because we want them to advance. We want them to keep playing. It draws more handle, atmosphere, hype, crowds in the book, which causes them to bet other things as well. So um, from my side of it, we're still rooting for them to win and, and hopefully uh, hoist uh, Lord Stanley's uh, Cup. But uh, overall, the action on these games, guys, has been somewhat similar to, to some pro football games during the regular season. Wow. Chuck, we've got a minute left. With all this going on, does that mean the Belmont was lost in the shuffle on Saturday? <laughs> no, not at all. We had a huge really? crowd. It was fun. It was chalk, chalk, you know, so uh, a lot of people kind of had that. But overall, it was great. We had a huge twin queue that day of 10,000 for our guests. So uh, really a, a lot going on right now, but fun from our side of the counter, guys. 
Racing Sportsbook Director for Station Casinos, Chuck Esposito. Always appreciate the time, Chuck. Thanks, man. All right, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Chuck Esposito. Check in with him uh, and follow the casino on Twitter at Station Casinos, at Station Casinos. Yeah, it's it's tough Like with the Lakers. They want the Lakers to advance, but they don't want them to win it because so many people bet on them to win the title, the proximity to Los Angeles every single year. Yeah. Uh, did, did you watch the Belmont? On Saturday, you know it's like the first year. I, I, I did. Not, I did not. I, did I didn't not, either. Man. That's I why I asked that time. question to Chuck because I was wondering if I was like most people. Yeah, no, man. I was just I was counting down the hours pregame and all day for Bucks uh, Nets, which was a of big course, Huge of course. Down. Well, we've got Bucks Nets for game two tonight. We'll tell you about our bets on it. We've got uh, our best bets for this evening. Strauss and Horvat, BetQL Audio Network. <laughs> 